0: And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi for Me Radio is live from the bunker. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Odyssey quit doing that. So there's a bug. There's a bug in Odyssey that unmutes our stream at random. I see oh, over here in the back cave of those of you who are watching in the in the video, up here on this monitor, I have all of the live streams I'm monitoring. So I've got live I've got YouTube over here, I got Facebook here, and I got Odyssey here. And the Odyssey feed just for random Random reasons Decides to unmute itself And that's what you heard there My apologies So, anyway Welcome everybody Uh, Sorry I'm late I'm sorry I'm sorry It's my fault I was caught up in the middle of a bunch of different things And (coughs) I did not give myself enough time to get everything done. So uh, that's that's on me. That's on me. All right, so um, what I want to give a shout-out, people who are listening to us, is a podcast. We have listeners in Germany and Poland, UK, Spain, India, Canada. Uh, always good to have all of you with us. And, of course, we do invite you to check out the live video on occasion because sometimes... Sometimes we have visual aids that don't translate well into radio, but that's okay. We're on a number of different podcast platforms. You can uh, you can join us there. You can join us live. You can jump in the chat, uh, just like uh, uh, Keeley and Cam and Sci-Fi Snob and Mazers and Matt Tween, all all of those guys in there. And you can also leave a comment if you are here Memorex style uh, in the replay. Uh, you can also... Uh, leave a comment, and you can leave a comment on the podcast <coughs> as well. So, um, so, so there is that. Social media, all of the places where you can connect with us. Our email address, live from the bunker at sci-fi-for-me dot com, and we have the Discord, which I'm going to encourage you to connect with us over there as well. And uh, I, I have started. Trying to pin down where this static is coming from, we bought a bunch of those little uh, interference barrels, and they don't seem to be helping very much. Which means uh, I don't have I either don't have one in the right place, or I don't have enough of them yet. So we're going to continue to investigate. I have a suspicion. Because, as I'm listening to this, and as I'm looking at the winky blinkies here on the control board i'm 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 thinking I might kind of have an idea where it's coming from, but I've said that before, so I'm not going to commit myself in the meantime. We're just gonna plug along here and and give it the old college try to make the best of it. So anyway i uh, I want to talk today a little bit about contrition. And <coughs> there are there are people out there. This this week uh, we're getting a lot of this, uh, where people are making statements. People are um, kind of apologizing, but not really apologizing. Some people are doing it better than others. And yesterday we looked at the statement from Heavy Metal over on Instagram, where the new guy. Marshall Lee's uh, basically says uh, this isn't we're new boss new game in town we're new team we're gonna clean things up we're going to do things better <coughs> and went through all of this and this one is a, I was talking yesterday this one's a fairly decent fairly good let's let's fix things apology and it starts with a, a a, a, an act of regret. So yes, we have moved. It's a. It's a. There's a mea culpa at the beginning of this thing, <clears throat> and so many times we get these uh, these non apology apologies, especially from people who should know better, but from from a a certain class of people, I would say. People who are well-known, very much respected in their field, experts, or they're celebrities and they have a lot of notoriety and they get caught doing something or, or, or they get accused of doing something. I mean, in this day and age of the cancel culture, the accusation is enough, right? We don't have to investigate it. We don't have to know if it's true or not. It's just the very nature of the accusation is enough to shut somebody down. Or cause them to do harm to themselves, as is the case of Jason Pearson. Those of you who don't know who Jason Pearson is, he recently took his own life. He's a comic book artist. And was very public about his mental condition his mental health challenges and last i guess it was september or something this has been t- this has been talked about in a couple of places last last year he had made some sort of a comment about another person in the comics industry who was getting getting work and maybe not earning it and we've seen this before but he got dogpiled from the usual suspects who basically are you know getting all over his case and and making fun of him and it's and it's the usual people, right? It's it's the people that we always see behaving badly in the comics industry. <clears throat> I'm not going to name names because I didn't I haven't seen any of it. I didn't look into this at all. I'm I'm. I'm aware of things but we know we know the the whisper network is out there the the whisper network is still out there and this behavior is not just in the comics industry and every single time we talk about apologizing to the cancel cult invariably it means there's blood in the water Somebody apologizes to the cancel cult, the blue-haired check marks, and the and the and the the emotionally constipated twelve-year-olds on Twitter. You apologize to them, <coughs> you're sunk. But there's another kind of an apology, and and heavy metal pretty much got it. Wizards of the Coast, maybe not so much, uh, and we are. We've sent out a bunch of emails. Originally, we were planning to to talk about the, the D&D Beyond situation today. I want to touch on that, but not from the aspect of what the contract, what the OGL is going to be. I want to look at Wizards of the Coast's behavior. <clears throat> Keeley says, Dan Vask apologizes in his song, All Hail Friday Night Tights, because the F&T guys are probably late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's part of the sh- that's part of the routine now, right? I mean, if, if Friday Night Tights started on time, I think that would rip a hole in the universe. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <coughs> All right. So, and if I could get through one show without coughing, we might rip a smaller hole in the universe. We'll see. So you have this, uh, you have this this response from D and D Beyond last week. Not, not this one from, from yesterday. I'm talking about the one from last week where they sat there and said, yeah, we rolled a one. But. There's a, there's a group of people out there. There's a behavior out there <clears throat> that I call the yabbit. The yabbit is the person who says, yeah, but. And in Watsi's case, yeah, we made a mistake, but it's your fault that you didn't understand what we were trying to do. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that, but you made me do it. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that, but... Fill in the blank with some kind of an excuse. Yabbits are people who do not take responsibility for their own actions. Or they don't always... They might every now and again, but it's not really their fault. It's somebody else's responsibility for how they behaved because they can't control themselves. They react. They don't respond. And a lot of times we'll see this where they're reacting badly. If you criticize, they're not going to take the take the L, they'll blame you. Well, what do you mean you didn't like bros? Are you a homophobe? What do you mean you didn't like the Charlie's Angels reboot? What do you mean you didn't like Ghostbusters 2016? What do you mean you don't like Velma? And they'll turn it back on you and make it somehow your problem. Yeah, it's not very good, but... You're the one who has the issue. And Wizards of the Coast kind of did that last week. <coughs> I ran across this uh, in prep for what we were going to do today. I have not heard back from anybody except Professor Dungeon Master. And he's he's in classes today, so not able to, to join us. But we are going to put together the, the panel on d d Beyond. That is coming. Just not today. But in the course of my research I did find this. This is from Morris' unofficial tabletop RPG News. It's nworld.com enworld.org. <clears throat> the Art of the Apology. And I want to start here. After I've started the show. We're twenty minutes in. I'm gonna I'm gonna start here. Thanks to Patreon, we have a template for what a good apology looks like. So, how did Wizards of the Coast do? When Patreon made a change that caused customers to flee the platform, Patreon reversed course and apologized, explaining in no uncertain terms that they screwed up. Wizards of the Coast similarly had to reassess after their changes to the open game license caused an uproar. So, how did they do? Now, I'm. I'm this is this is when Patreon did their whole thing about. Uh, the politics maybe oh wait what did I do there how did I do that how did I do that huh okay <laughs> my computer just did something I didn't know it could do I was like wait what happened to the display it, Some somehow the display moved and, and all of the windows shifted and I was like what happened All right. Anyway, sorry about that. I got I got distracted, but I'm not distracted enough. So Patreon did this whole thing about the fee structure and everything else and about about uh, stuff and things. And people didn't want to do it that way. And Patreon backed off and said, "Okay, we're sorry. So, this, this person is analyzing and comparing Patreon's apology to Watts's apology and, and gives, gives them a score. We'll go through this. Now, I don't, I don't know who this person is, I don't know what their background is. Beyond Confides and Zombies, aloha to you as well over on Odyssey. Good to see you there. Tellion is the author of this uh, analysis. Was it timely? A minus. Patreon announced its fee structure changes on December, uh, December 6, 2017. Seven days later, on December 13th, they reversed the policy and apologized. io9 reported on the open game license concerns on January fifth, twenty 2023. watsy released their own statement in response eight days later on January 13th. It certainly seemed like an eternity in the world of social media and likely satisfied no one with how long it took to respond, but Watsi's response is in line with patrons Overall, a week is about how long large organizations can take to get approvals, so this seems right. Okay. It did feel like it was a long time coming, especially given that we were looking at a deadline, at least as everybody understood, that the new... The new uh, the new rules, the new OGL would be you have to sign this by january thirteenth. <clears throat> and yes, Cam is is absolutely correct. We published let me pop that up. We published an article on this situation as it was developing on January first. Correspondent K had an article about it. Nine thousand words it's an extensive analysis and an overview of what's been brewing and we've got some we've got some follow-up articles coming up so sci-fi for mecom go check that out go over there who apologized this is again back to the analysis who apologized score D. One of the striking aspects of Patreon's apology is that it was released by its founder, Jack Conte, who didn't shy away from tough questions. In contrast, once he released a statement from D&D Beyond staff, the statement used the word we 37 times, a key component of an apology is transparency and the fact that no one individual spoke on behalf of the company makes it difficult to engage with the message. It's hard to forgive an anonymous speaker on behalf of a corporation. Now, since that time we've had the new apology, the working conversation about OGL from Kyle Brink. This came out yesterday. Did it address the issue? Score B. Patreon reversed their implementation. Although they admitted payment terms still needed to be addressed, Patreon unequivocally... Unequivocally reverse their plans similarly WOTC never actually rolled out the new OGL and announced they wouldn't roll out a new version of the OGL with that with some but not all of the issues to be addressed in the new version their statement did address most of the pressing concern but never rolled back one of the biggest worries deauthorizing older versions of the OGL and this is this continues to be the question and this continues to be the question over on the discussion that we've got going in the discord And the question remains, even after Kyle Brink's statement yesterday, what does this mean for the old OGL? Any material that you built using the OGL 1.0A, can you continue to use that to expand what you've already built? Can you continue to use OGL 1.0A? Because it's supposed to be irrevocable. 1.0a is not supposed to be something that you can take away. So what does it mean? That question is still hanging out there like a sword of Damocles over the heads of the Watsi staff. And some of the Watsi staff are not happy about all of this either, according to some rumors. Was it contrite? C is the score here. Kanye openly admitted we messed up. We're sorry. We're not rolling out the fees change. That's the Patreon folks. Watsi similarly said we want to always delight fans and create experiences together that everyone loves. We realized did not do that. We're sorry for that. Okay, so there's the apology. The contr- here's from the article. The contrition is appropriate, but it's a, it's at the end instead of the beginning of the statement. Good apologies lead with "I'm sorry," not conclude with it. Weirdly, the last two paragraphs feel tacked on, like another voice, it's impossible to tell who since there's no author, added more important info. It also includes this. Uh, the thing about, you're going to hear people say that they won and we lost. Those people are only half right, they, lo- they won and so did we. <coughs> No apology should ever invoke winners or losers. It devalues the apology, and it makes it sound like a game of one-upsmanship. And this is where I'm getting into the, yeah, but, yeah, we made a mistake, but, but, it's not all everything that you expect it to be. (coughs) Was there a plan to listen better? Score D. There was no acknowledgment that one of the reasons the community pushed back so fiercely is that there is no single means of providing input to WOTC. WOTC seems to define the community as the 20 biggest RPG publishers using the OGL as that's who received the first draft that caused the uproar in the first place. Those 20 publishers by no means represented the entirety of the very diverse community of creators. As a result of this lack of clarity on how to let WOTC know what they think, the company has been subjected to a swarming approach with mass d and Beyond cancellations, Change.org petitions, open letters to the company, and phone calls and emails to their headquarters. Having a channel for garnering feedback would go a long way to at least let the community feel like their voices are being heard, but the apology letter provided no insight on how to do that or if it will change in the future. Now, looking back on things from yesterday... Here it is. He says, first, let me start with an apology. We're we're sorry we got it wrong. And talking about, you know, better communication and all of that. Now, there's still not a link here with regard to some place to provide feedback on this stuff. Even though they said... Yeah, it was a draft, but we always were looking for feedback and, and, and critique and comments before we implemented this thing. And there's been pushback on that from some of the publishers saying, no, you never presented this as a draft. You said, here's the new deal. Sign it by January 13th. You gave us a deadline to do this. Overall score, C-. watsy's apology had some important nuggets that could potentially go a long way to mollifying the community's frustration with the OGL rollout, but it came after a spotty explanation and included some false equivalencies that likely further antagonized a passionate community trying hard to preserve their game's future. Nobody wins by getting a company to listen to them. That's just good business. Now, I should point out, and it's been pointed out, this is not just about the OGL. Cam's right. It goes far beyond the OGL issue. <clears throat> when you have executives coming in, former Microsoft executives coming in who now run the company, and they say, you know what, Watsi, this old D&D thing, it's not monetized enough. And we've been hearing rumors, and they've, they've addressed this, Um, where did I put it? Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it. Where did I put it? D&D Beyond has said that they're not going to do this. Oh, here it is. All right. Let me pull this up. The the microtransaction stuff. That's a concern as well. Because, because with all of these people coming from Microsoft, that's video games. And what are video games notorious for? It's microtransactions, right? And we're talking about virtual game space, virtual tabletop, right? And Remember yesterday I said, what is VTT? Virtual tabletop. I'm still catching up. I'm an old man. But D&D Beyond takes to Twitter and says, we've seen, inform- we've seen misinformation popping up and want to address it directly so we can dispel your concerns. This is yesterday. This is yesterday evening. Rumors of a $30 subscription fee are false. No one at Wizards is working on AI DMs. We love our human DMs too much. If you're looking for a DM, we suggest heading to our Discord where DMs and parties are looking for players. And they put a link to their Discord. (coughs) Excuse me. I really wish that would go away. We have designers whose core job it is to compile, analyze, and then act upon your feedback. Your feedback has made the game better over the past decade, and your feedback is central to D&D's future. Now, here would be a good place to put a link. If you'd like to provide some feedback, here's a form. Here's, a, here's a, an email address. Here's something that you can do. Here's where you can provide that feedback. But they don't. Home brewing is core to D and D Beyond. It's not going away, and we're not going to charge you for it. Your home brew is, and always will be yours. We've always been excited to see your creations, both on and off D and D Beyond. So, okay, they're saying we're not going to do the thirty dollars a month fee. They're also taking. They've so far taken the whole royalties question off the table I'm sure that will be addressed at some point though however <clears throat> so it's a mixed bag and it's telling that you have a bunch of people in the d and community <clears throat> in the tabletop community who are looking askance at Watsy right now. And going. I don't think you mean what you say. I'm not inclined to believe you. Because you haven't been acting in an honest fashion. You haven't been an honest broker in all of this. Your past behavior informs our response to your current behavior. And it's not just Watsi. In the gaming space. Frosk has resurfaced. Froskeren. The one responsible-ish for the destruction of the revived G4 TV. She took to Twitter yesterday. And blamed her co-stars, blamed her colleagues... Or her problem. Reading from her Twitter space. I've been angry for a long time with my peers for not using their power and voice to stand up for others in the industry. Had to come to some hard terms that people who I'd known for years who I thought were good friends just weren't. Devastated me for a long time. Anyway... I'm leaving the industry, found new work elsewhere. This industry is really messed up, and what happened to me and plenty of others wasn't fair, and it could have been avoided if we had all stood up together. You let me down, but I get why. Cheers and good luck. Okay. There's so much, there is so much narcissism in this. I don't even know where to start. This is the victim card. This is the poor me. This is that meme where you've got somebody who's flinging poop over the over the wall, and then when somebody throws it back at them, they're like, "I'm the victim. I'm being attacked." <clears throat> and look, I didn't pay attention to G four. I didn't watch it. I didn't care. I'm not. I wasn't a gamer. I'm still not a gamer. And I I was peripherally aware of of the revived G four. And when this rant hit the web. Where Frost calls out and did did her thing. I'm looking at this and I'm thinking she's angry. She's angry about a lot of things, not just this. She's angry about everything. She's angry about her life. This is a miserable person. But now she's sitting here and she's blaming her peers for not standing up for her. But the other thing here, which it says here, people that I'd known for years who I thought were good friends weren't. It occurs to me, and this is not the first time that this has occurred to me, but there, are, there is a certain group of people on a certain particular side of the issue. And these people <clears throat> don't talk in terms of friendships. They talk in terms of alliances. You're my ally. We need to be a good ally. There are no friendships here. They speak in terms of confrontation. They speak in terms of battles. Ally is not a social term. It's a military term. It's a political term. You're my ally, you know? The enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing. But ally is a very specific word. You're my ally in this. That means means you're going to stand with me in favor of something, in support of something, or against something, We're going to stand together. We hang together or we'll we'll hang, hang separately, right? And the expectation is that no matter what position I take, if you're my ally, you're going to agree with me. You're going to support me. You're going to stand with me. And she's finding out that she's standing out there on that ledge all by herself. Because she's taking a position and she's espousing a, 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 an opinion. It's a little troubling. It's a little problematic. It's a little bad PR. And it goes back to, if you don't like my politics, don't buy my book. These people sit there and say, well, neener, neener, neener you. If you don't like it, go away. And so we do. And they stand, stand there in the middle of an empty field and say, hey, where did everybody go? And then they blame you for leaving. And then they blame their peers as as Frost is doing here, they blame their peers for not standing up. Sessor stood up. What happened to him? Sessler's gone. Sessor's retired. You look at what's going on over in Davos. Same kind of thing. John Kerry stands up and says, Well, it falls to us, select few, to change the world. No, no, it doesn't. Nobody chose you to do that. You don't represent me. You don't represent my values. You don't represent my life choices. You represent your own interests. And again, the whole the whole World Economic Forum thing, that's that's allies. They're not friends. They're political political animals. And Frost is, is just laying this last little nah on the way out. She's this is this is announcing the flounce, right? Well, I'm just going to get my marbles and I'm going to leave. Okay, leave. That's what you're going to do. That's fine. Don't let the the door hit you on the way out. You cause trouble. You leave. We're going to kick you out. We won't have anything to do with you. There is value to gatekeeping. And by gatekeeping, I don't mean discrimination. Because I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you're a woman, Frost, so you can't play. That's dumb. Anybody can play. Anybody can get involved. Anybody can design a game. Anybody can play a game. Anybody can can, can be a dungeon master. Play a video game. Run a, run a YouTube channel. You do whatever you want. But if you're going to sit there and spout off and say... I'm angry and it's your fault. You don't want to do any business with somebody like that. And you take your business elsewhere. And they sit there and they're going to hem and haw and and yammer about it. Take some responsibility for yourself. Grow a spine and take some responsibility. Well, let me me rephrase that. You don't have to grow a spine on this. But you do need... ...to acknowledge your part in the mess. Whatever that is. Froskaren did herself in with that rant. Killed the channel with that rant. Kelisoo DeConnick put a huge dent in the comics industry with her rant. The Whisper Network has done a lot of damage... To the comics industry, and you—you you actually want to see the sales numbers come back, Heidi McDonald? Do you really want to see people reporting on the sales numbers for the comics industry after what you guys have done to it? Nobody takes responsibility for any of their own actions, and all of these people who are expressing so much concern over Jason Pearson's death, are the same people, the same people, that were going after him, ridiculing him, making fun of him, in the middle of a mental health crisis. These are not good people, folks. Other news today, Alec Baldwin going to be charged with Involuntary manslaughter looks like. And this comes after how long where he says, not my fault. I didn't do it. I pulled the trigger, but I'm not responsible. I shot her, but that's not my fault. Gun was in my hand, but I'm not responsible for it. It's not me. How 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 much how much of this before we sit and realize that these people are no good for themselves or for others? Is this is this a is this a mental health thing that's common in a particular industry? Is this something is this something in the entertainment world that we should really be looking into? This, this narcissism and, and, and lack of contrition and lack of responsibility, and, and, and it's not my fault. Or is this the age we live in? Maybe it's not just Hollywood. Maybe it's everybody. Everywhere. Social media. Social media has fed so much narcissism in generations of kids. It's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. But it's not my fault. It's all about me until it's not... It's not my fault you didn't like Justice League. It's not my fault you didn't like The Last Jedi. It's not my fault that Indiana Jones 5 might be a disaster. It's not my fault you don't like Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's not my fault you don't like Jodie Whittaker the Doctor. It's your fault. Because you're the terrible person. And no, I'm not going to start doing <coughs> Alex Jones' voice. But that's where we are. Nobody wants to take responsibility for their own mistakes. Nobody wants to take responsibility for their failures. Nobody wants to take responsibility for the setbacks they encounter. It's not my fault. It's your fault. It's you, and it's you, and it's you in the back. You especially in the back. These people need to get a clue. Need to get a clue. And they need to be held accountable. They need to be, you know, feet to the fire. You messed up. You need to take responsibility for yourself. You need to be held accountable for your mistakes. Actor, politician, friend, family member. Business owner, limited run games. What's the situation there? You see the stuff going on between Crowder and Daily Wire. What's the story there? Who's going to sit there and say, We made a mistake? Who's going to sit there and say, My fault, my bad, I'm sorry? And you lead with, I'm sorry. (laughs) Kurtzman, that's right, yeah, Kurtzman's the same way with Star Trek CW, Disney, everybody, all of them It's not my fault that you don't like what I do It's your fault because you're a bigot, you're you're a homophobe, you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're a whatever It's not on me And and don't and don't hide behind story. Don't 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 criticize the story. We all know that you're really just a racist. That's just code, right? Contrition, sincere contrition will go a lot further than trying to throw blame around, trying to throw shade around. <coughs> and these people have to be held accountable whether they're studio executives or corporate executives or the manager at the grocery store down the street or the doctors who lied to us or the politicians who lied to us or the bankers or the anybody. Accountability has to be a thing. And remember, you're the paying customer. You're the voting citizen, at least here in the United States. I don't know what the answer is. I don't don't know how to, you know, grab these people by the shoulders and give them a good shake and say, pay attention to the world around you. It's not about you. I feel like I'm talking to my kids sometimes. It's not about you. You're involved, you're part of this world, yes. You're part of this universe, yes, but it doesn't revolve around you. You're not at the center of everything. See, all us common folk, we generally understand that. Now, there are some people that are in our, our neck of the woods who are still kind of full of themselves and too sure of themselves. And what do you mean I'm not better than everybody else? But generally, we kind of understand that we're not at the top of the food chain. We're not at the, the top of the totem pole. We're not the select few, as John Kerry would say. Take care of each other. Show some compassion. So show some consideration for each other. And hold these people accountable when it's necessary to do so. When it's appropriate to do so. We'll see what happens with Watsi. We'll see what happens with Heavy Metal. We'll see what happens with... DC Films, DC Comics, Marvel Comics, Marvel Studios, Doctor Who. <clears throat> now that Russell Davies is in charge, we got the 60th anniversary, we've got David Tennant coming back. What is that going to look like? Is that a reset? Is that a Mia culpa? Is that something that says, you know what, hey, we kind of screwed up. <coughs> you look at DC Comics Rebirth. And Rebirth number 1, written by Jeff Johns, is essentially an apology on behalf of the company. Now, the company didn't stand behind it. If they'd stuck to it, then D.C. might be in a better position today as far as sales go. But they didn't stick to it. I'm going to leave you with this quote from Thomas Sowell. And it's rather profound. (coughs) Thomas Sowell is an economist. He says, It is hard to imagine a more stupid or more dangerous way of making decisions than by putting those decisions in the hands of people who pay no price for being wrong. Froskarin is learning what that price is for being wrong. But I don't think she's going to learn what she needs to learn. Alec Baldwin is not going to learn the lesson he needs to learn. Hollywood is not going to learn the lesson they need to learn. Or we'd be getting several more Top Gun Mavericks. Watsy may not learn what they need to learn either. We'll see. Heavy Metal maybe learned a lesson. Or two, we'll see what happens. In the meantime, we just keep plugging along and you keep giving constructive, respectful, civil feedback to these companies and say, I'm not going to do business with you and here's why. I'm not going to buy your product and here's why. I'm going to take my money elsewhere and here's why. But also, let's reward the ones who get it right. You know, there's this big argument over over Picard season three. Robert Meyer Burnett sits there and says it's the most, it's it's the best of any of the new Trek. He's really, really, really enamored with it. He's seen it three times. It's great. Terry Metallus has saved Star Trek, but then it's still Kurtzman. But do we? Do we reward them when they get it right and say, this is more. We want more of this. Do this. And we take our money and we go to the company that's doing it, what we what we want it to do and say, here, we're to giving you our money and we like what you're doing. Keep going. Keep doing it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. <coughs> I make it up as I go. And we're done going today. So, <laughs> we will be back tomorrow with Open Line Friday. In the meantime, join us on all the different social medias. Uh, jump over on our Discord and uh, see us there. And then, join us tonight. Let me make sure I get the right graphic here. Join us tonight for the ranker Pit. We're going to be discussing the 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 two most recent episodes of The Bad Batch, as well as the internal shenanigans going on over at Lucasfilm. So we hope you are here for that tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. And we will do this all again tomorrow here. Same bat time, same bat channel. Remember, it's your money. It's your vote. They want you to think there's five lights. Those select few and Davos. But there are four lights. This has been a presentation of me.com copyright 2023 by flaming dog media llc all rights reserved no portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of flaming dog media you're listening to sci-fi for me radio